0: Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith with Tom and Tyler and Tyler, we've had a
1: good week talking about a number of things there. I showered again today. I you wanted did. to tell okay. you that. Yeah, well, sorry. Again. I didn't mean to, I, I to interject that. And I brushed my teeth. Did you say I didn't do that one time? Well, that's, you know. Anyways, all right. I'm <laughs> sorry. We'll get serious <laughs> now. One, two, three. Uh, too much coffee, I think
0: that's what it is there. <laughs> all right. Well, we've had a good week talking about uh, a number of different things there. And over, you know, we started off there uh, with the Apostle Paul, you know, and here he was, a terrorist gets saved and the fear that christians had you know is this really true is he really truly a believer there have been some times that some muslims have tried to infiltrate into christian churches mm-hmm. posing as if they are true believers and they're not and they did come to try to bring uh, disruption and destruction inside the congregation like a wolf in sheep's clothing exactly kind of thing. you know yeah. and um and I, i've known of a couple of situations like that when in Canada, one in the United States. And so it does bear well that we, you know, we test the fruit. You know, and I think we need to not live by fear, but we need to be wise. The Bible says, you know, to be, um, you know, wise as serpents and as harmless as doves. And so there's some questions. And so if you're in a situation, I want to say this to our listeners, if you're in a situation where you've had a Muslim, a former Muslim, claim that he's a born again believer, and you have some doubts, you have some questions, how do I know? Are there some things that I can investigate? And there are. There are some things I would look for. Number one, I want to know where were they baptized? Mm-hmm. Because in Islam they can deceive. They're commanded to deceive. This is you know Taqiyya and Ta'riyya. There's four doctrines of deception in Islam. And if they can bring down Christianity and false, what they consider false teaching, they're doing Allah's work. Mm-hmm. And so some come here with a mission to try to destroy Christianity from within, and so they can lie, even say that they're saved, and say that they, you know, but they cannot recant Islam. They cannot call Muhammad a false prophet and denounce Islam publicly. And the most public way of doing that is being baptized. Mm-hmm. And so I want to know where, where were you baptized? I want to talk to the believers that baptized him, the Christ, the church. I want to know that stuff. Mm -hmm. If they've not been baptized, that's part of being a Christian. It doesn't make you saved, but it's part of being a genuine Christian that you're willing to stand publicly for your faith. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you're dealing with Christians or Muslims that become Christians, uh, praise God for those who are, and don't be afraid of taking the gospel to them. That's been the large message of what we try to talk about.
1: Well, I've got a few things I want to ask you. Okay. Okay, and so these are... Kind of general uh, questions, I think, but I, I thought it would be good for our listeners to uh, hear your answers to, to, to some of these questions. So obviously you have uh, a great knowledge of Islam and Muslims, and, but I, wa- I want to start by asking this question. How did this start with you? Was this a burden that God laid on your heart at some point? Was this something that happened right after nine eleven? I mean, how did you, how did you feel God's leading? What got you into digging? I would say uh, in Islam. Well, I've had background with Muslims ever since I was
0: a child, a kid. I mean, some of my best friends were Muslims growing up uh, in England, but I didn't know them much as Muslims. I didn't know much as their religion. I just knew them you know, from Pakistan, Bangladesh, you know, India. Mm-hmm. These were, you know, Central Asian Muslims. And I, um, but when I went back to the mission field, when I went back to England as a missionary, I had to learn how do I, you know, evangelize these people because I had a lot of Muslims in my community. The Muslim community had grown uh, when I went to for Bible college and then came back. Uh, after about ten years being out of the country mm-hmm. uh they they used to just live on two streets. then they took up like twenty blocks, yeah and moved into the community, the housing estate where i live so so you were a minority almost
1: all of a sudden, fell. out.
0: actually, I was yeah well, you know being a foreigner over there, yeah, that may be a minority, but <laughs> you know it was we British people were uh, about a thousand homes on the estate, yeah. About 300 of us were, 300 homes were genuine English people, then the other half would have been Sikh and the other half would have been Muslim. And so we were really the smaller numbers there, and uh, this is in England. Yeah, and most of our stores were taken over by Muslims buying the businesses and running them, and and so you know Arabic and all these other different languages started developing in in their schools. You go to school and you got like six different languages on all the signs.
1: And this so is this, in England. So for you, this started as as you wanted to be a witness to. Uh, basically, a vast yeah. majority of Muslims that were living yeah. around you.
0: So I started reading, you know, on you know how do you evangelize a Muslim and 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 stuff and and so that that was my beginning stuff. Then you know a number of years later, nine eleven came, and everyone was talking about these seventy two virgins and stuff. And I was like, I never came across that before, and everything out there was about about that from what non Muslims were saying. And you can tell there was prejudice behind it and stuff. And what do these people really know? Yeah. So I I don't know why I just had a hunger. I wanted to understand this, but I didn't want to read what non-Muslims were writing. Now I'm not saying don't do that, but um, you know because I write about it and I'm not a Muslim and I think I can help you. Yeah, I can save you hours and hours of pain. <laughs> you know <laughs> I can give you the you know uh, the the, the building summary. blocks in such a short time yeah. that you can walk away walk away and say ah I get it. You know, but they did I couldn't find stuff like that. And, I, and so I, I went to Muslims. I, I went to their writings, to their scriptures. And so I started studying it from a theological point of view, because that's my background, studying theology as a preacher. Mm-hmm. And so I went to understand their doctrines, the authority of their doctrines, and the interpretations of these doctrines and everything else. So I went completely to their sources and immersed myself into that study. And that was two decades ago. And so, for the last decade, I've been full time dealing with this subject. Um, and uh, I, I kid you not, I probably have maybe five hundred books <laughs> yeah. that you know written from Muslim sources and non-Muslim sources. I read it all now. If it's been written, I've I've read it probably. But um, and some's good, some's not. Uh, but
1: you know, that's kind of how I got into it. So, how did you? Obviously, I know now that you go to many different churches and you, and you, you do classes and things and you're, you're informing people all, all, really all around the world about this. What, how did you, did you just, somebody, one day you went to the, for your first church and you started teaching about this and, and they just, their eyes were opened wide and they were like, wait, this is stuff that we need to know and the next thing you know, I mean, how did all that come about? I mean, did you, did, how did you find out that this was uh, a need that is not being met? And ended up to where we are now. Well,
0: when I came off the mission field, when I started feeling the Lord leading me back to America to preach a message, um, the message was uh, America is in trouble. When I say America, I'm talking about North America, you mm-hmm. know, Canada included. And we have um, we we've we're, we're satisfied with our national sin. And we think God's just going to forgive us because we're so too big to fail.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, and I and I believe judgment's coming. And God start, started putting that message on my heart. And I believe God was showing me what I was seeing in Europe, how Islam is taking over many things in Europe, and how the Europeans are bending and giving in, even when their populations are still kind of small. They're not like as big as they. Uh, they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger,
1: yeah.
0: but uh, their influence is getting stronger and stronger, and that grip is getting on them. And so, my message was dealing with that, and still is today. Yeah. You know, uh, that's why you know what we say there's three objectives here. Number one, calling America to repentance. If we're going to have revival, we've got to have repentance. Revival never occurred unless you walk through the doorway of repentance. And so, I'm calling America to repent. And like the Old Testament prophets, when they brought revival uh, and preached re, you know, revival to their people, they said, repent. You've got to repent. And if you, you know, we're, we're going in the wrong direction. Look over here. If you don't, God's raising up this enemy. These people are going to bring pain. It's going to be terrible. And we that's what you that.
1: believe Islam is. That's exactly what I believe.
0: And that's what I've been preaching. And, um, and so um, some friends in the church said, listen, you've got to get on the radio. We've got to get this message out and so I, I didn't plan this I didn't sit down one day saying all right here's what we're going to do for our ministry and here's my goals and stuff like that I've just been following the Lord and by faith uh, we started our broadcast on Kerry on K-A-R-I uh, in uh, Blaine Washington they're broadcasting into Vancouver mainly and um, three years later we were nationally syndicated and and um, that was a ride <laughs> there. I pulled back from national syndication our, our ministry does not have the staff to deal with that there mm-hmm. but we're about still 80 you know close to 90 stations there across the country coast to coast and it keeps us busy and um, and uh, but our other mini- part of our ministry and uh, it's interesting Tyler how this developed there it's you know so revive America but resist Islam you know there's a patriot side to me Mm-hmm. you know i don't want my nation to be destroyed and uh you know and I've, I've i've the more i study this i see the the danger 1400 years of violence is what islam has they carry the sword any nation that did not resist it and um, and tried to keep it at bay lost their faith and lost
1: their freedom what's the rate in which the islam faith is growing currently today
0: well, they've been the fastest-growing religion in the world for decades now. Uh, 300 years, uh, sorry, 100 years ago, in 1920, roughly, 1920, there were 300 million Muslims. Today, 1.8 billion.
1: Wow. And there's how many people on, on the face of the earth? 8 billion. 8 billion. That's that's So big.
0: Uh, Christianity boasts about 2.2 billion. So they're catching up. By the year 2040, they'll catch up. Wow. They're predicting by the year 2040, 20 years from now, there'll be as many muslims in this world as christians and christianity is starting to hit a
1: decline and islam has been surging there we've got a couple minutes left i want to ask you what i think is the most important question here today okay if you had to choose one or maybe just a few goals what are your goals that you want to accomplish as it deals with islam and muslims and us doing this radio show i mean what what is it that you're trying to do well as I said, I want to call America back to repentance. Uh, I want
0: revival in our nation, and uh, and I believe I believe God can give it. I don't believe we've gone past you know the point of no return. I believe that God is still merciful, and uh, and if not, God's going to bring judgment. And so I, I I don't want that. So but so I want to see revival. I, uh, I still feel we need to resist Islam. We need to be wise in how we do that, you know. And as I say, very often you've got to make the distinction between Islam and the Muslim. Mm-hmm. And uh, the third thing, though, is is to see Muslims saved. Um, you know, because that's just as important as it is all three of these goals. They're all related. They're, they all fit together. They may not seem like it, but they do. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in Muslims, I mean, I could have been born in India. I was fortunate to be born in Indiana to a preacher's home, you know, being taught the Bible, the truth. I could have been born in Indi- in India to a to a imam as my father teaching me the Quran. Mm-hmm. I'd hope someone would have the courage and the care and the love to tell me the truth. Amen. There. So that's it, those three things.
1: Amen. Well, hey, that was good. I I I hope you uh our listeners got to see into your heart a little bit. That was the goal. I think that we had today um was that we wanted you to be able to see into uh, the heart of the show and and why we're doing what we're doing. If you feel led to help out in a in a financial sense, you can go to fortressoffaith.com, very simple and safe. You can click right there. There's a little uh tab that says click to donate. And that's what keeps us going. I mean, we wouldn't be here without donors, would we? No, it, it's expensive. It is. It's not cheap. Or you can call uh 1-800-616 zero zero eight two we have a program what we call an army of ten and that's basically where you donate ten dollars a month every month and if we can have a big army of that that makes a huge difference really and so we uh we appreciate you we love you we hope that you got to learn something about our show today and and what our what our purpose is of having it and so god bless you and we will see you next time